0: Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by wordpress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com/wondersuite. That's bluehost.com/wondersuite.
1: Welcome to the Wednesday edition
2: of the John Sanchez Show podcast. The following program is sponsored by Sanchez Wealth Management. Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Further information is available by contacting John at SanchezWealthManagement.com or by calling 800-1801. John Sanchez is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Independent Financial Group, LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC, securities only offered in states John Sanchez is registered in. Now, The John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780
1: KOH. Good Wednesday evening to you. Welcome to The John
2: Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH.
1: Pleasure to be with you. Happy hump day to all of you. I was saying this to somebody earlier, Jason, one of our clients. I said, today's Tuesday, right? And I had to do a double take and said, no, it's already Wednesday and you know, pretty much Thursday now. It's like, oh, Lord, time is just going way too fast, my friend. Way too fast. <laughs> Jason, are like you with us? There you I, I
3: feel like when I was younger, that every day was. Uh like it was always Monday, you know? Yeah, right. Every day seems like it's blinking. It's Friday.
1: So. Exactly. Exactly. That's wow. so very true. All right. Well, the uh, the days are going by as fast as the volatility of the market. It's whips on us everywhere. And uh, we had it again today. So Jason and I will be laying out what the heck happened during the first segment of the show. Then Jason's going to uh, bow out, go get some early time with his family. <clears throat> We're going to be joined by our dear friend uh, Bill Gerard, local business coach, and really talk about some great topics tonight. You know, we, we keep hearing over and over again from small business owners, so many of them, Jason, are still struggling. I mean, yeah, we, you and I can sit here and talk all day long about the unemployment rate being down and, you know, real estate value skyrocketing, and, you know, we have to take a moment and pause that it's not all peaches and cream for everybody that's out there. Big businesses seem to be doing really well, and, you know, definitely there's a handful of small ones doing well, but there's also a large handful of them that are still struggling a bit. So what, uh, what Bill's going to be talking about tonight are the top five challenges that businesses are facing today, but most importantly, what are the solutions? And um, I got a sneak preview at his list. And let me tell you, these are some some very timely topics that that everybody's dealing with. Have you had any specific uh, conversations with our our business clients that um, you know are reiterating what I just mentioned?
3: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I think it certainly resonates with the fact. I think some a lot of the business owners that have some businesses that may have been, you know. Uh, I don't want to say sort of antiquated but sort of mm-hmm. products or services that may have worked in sort of a, a different time are struggling to restart the engines because they haven't necessarily changed with this the massive sea change we saw in technology and service etc mm-hmm. um you know and i think those have been the ones that i've noticed have, who have struggled and then sort of as we've talked about i found that the consulting platforms, like clients we've talked to that have a pure consulting business mm-hmm. who can be a bit of a mind share for other business owners have actually been, you know, uh, been flying in terms of how busy yes. they been. So, you know, I think much as we've seen in the em- employment numbers in general, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those who are uh, uh, sort of leaving the workforce and starting their own um, businesses, uh, at least near term, may be seeing mixed Uh, 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 results. But overall, there's been a big push to, you know, kind of start your own thing, especially in the face of all the COVID changes. Absolutely. Certainly the next couple years, we'll probably continue to hear more. So it's a pretty topical interview tonight.
1: Very much so, and and you know again, especially for those of uh, those uh, those out there that are that are in the uh, uh, the labor intensive businesses, you know, food service for example, it very very much of a struggle. That you know, um, I've talked to enough restaurant owners recently, and they're like, you know what, this used to be a fun business, it's not fun anymore. I'm you know, I, I thought after twenty years in business, I wouldn't have to be washing dishes anymore, but I can't hire a dishwasher, and you know, plus I'm back there cooking, and uh, yeah, it, it it's tough, folks. Uh, you know, and and this is why we always encourage. Our, our listeners and our clients and you know Jason and I try to do this shop locally when you can I, I mean you know yeah it's great to pull through a McDonald's and you know pay 12 bucks for a, for a number 11 or whatever but boy if you can go to a you know a local restaurant or something like that those 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 hard-working entrepreneurs they they appreciate every dollar that comes in where corporate America is like yeah you know what did, did you, have you noticed it hit me again this weekend uh, uh, I forget where I drove through um, you, you can't even get into a, a, a fast food restaurant anymore it's all drive-through I mean this you talk about how things, you were just mentioned how businesses have changed I, you know i was telling uh, telling my wife i'm like you know what this i think this is going to be the future i don't know if we'll you know ever be able to go sit down inside your you know your favorite uh, fast food restaurant because they all have their doors closed you know they're blaming uh they're blaming uh COVID, of course but i think i think it's going to be a business model that changes it's so much it's more profitable convenient. for
3: them yeah it's a hell of a lot more convenient right they don't definitely what do they win to in having people sit inside yeah right? they gotta <laughs> exactly clean up they gotta pay for bathrooms to be you know what i mean like it's Screw that. Go drive around the outside, my man.
1: Yep, Um, and we can get you out a lot faster.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They want to do it for sure.
1: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right. Well, since you're with us with a short period of time tonight, let's get down to business, my friend, because uh, it, it was a it was an interesting, I wouldn't say it was a bad, I wouldn't say it was a, a great session today, definitely much more calm than the last couple of days where the markets really uh, had some nice uh, nice rallies. But, but today was a little bit more on the calm side. We actually had some periods of time where, you know, the NASDAQ was negative, Dow was negative, S&P was negative, and then um, got a little bit of a rebound. But today kind of felt like a, a bit of a breather, a bit of a pause.
3: Didn't yesterday, kind of as the news came out or the more sort of data came out from Pfizer today, this little part of my mind was going, did somebody know something yesterday? Like, doesn't it kind of, like, what the heck happened what, yesterday? What do you mean? Because,
2: but but did, why do you say did that? What
3: did the market rip like it mm-hmm. did yesterday? Tech, uh, you know, S&P. The hedge like,
1: funds and the algorithms, like you and I said.
3: <laughs> it kind of felt to me like somebody sniffed out this data a little bit early. Right. Just the, some of the move again. Hedge funds were pretty underweight, but the velocity of the move yesterday and then the the ho-hum reaction to Pfizer's news today makes me feel like there's some bigger folks out there.
1: I'm with you. let let's 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 tell the audience what the Pfizer news was for those that have not heard.
3: Uh, well, I mean, again, I think it depends on who you hear from, uh, but mm-hmm. Borla and Pfizer in general essentially just alluded to the fact that uh, the booster sort of, you know, three-dose uh, vaccine regimen, they use the term neutralizes the uh, Omicron variant. I think mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, overall the the positive news that, you know, they at least feel pretty confident that uh, while the two-shot helps, uh, but the booster is is pretty darn efficient in terms of uh, most of what they've done again. But what they did is uh, they didn't actually have the Omicron variant. They just had sort of data that presented and created sort of a pseudo uh, uh, practice sort of version mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. and felt like that there was you know some pretty s- strong efficacy, at least from what they've been able to see. But it was a very small set, blah, blah, yes. blah, 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 yes. good headline. Yes. But overall, the market sort of reacted ho-hum to it. It feels like it almost priced it in yesterday. Uh, so, uh, uh, we'll see, you know, I, it very much felt, uh, we had yesterday that was, uh, by very much, I didn't, it wasn't on the show with you, but I'm sure you guys touched on it. It was, uh, the, oh my gosh, I deleveraged the day before. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I just got my face torn off in the other direction rally because everything was up. Um, and today was a bit more of that, like big, big breath before. Oh no, which way are we going next? Right. And, right. You know? Uh, it feels like the risk is higher, uh, but you know overall, you know the market by and large is sort of wanting to end the year. I know that lots of folks trading it want it to be over, mm-hmm. um, but right now it's just sort of shocking everyone into the gate that there was no real discernible direction overall. It was you know Apple continues its climb, Tesla continues to be strong. Some of the more meta-focused mm-hmm. areas did well, but overall it was a bit of a sleeper of a session, as you mentioned, yeah. up down up down.
1: Yeah, y- you know I'm going to go back. I want to go back to your comment about Pfizer you, you you nailed it right on the head, great explanation there and, and and again, when the news came out early this morning, it was in the five o 'clock well, I think it came out before that I think it was in the four o'clock hour but um yeah, you got a little bit of a pop on Pfizer. I think my first stock update this morning at about five twenty-three. I think the stock was up, you know, one percent or something like that. Not not anywhere where you thought. But but here's I I want to I want to run this past you because I think this is an interesting topic. I, I read an article over the weekend and I saved it. I'll I'll send it to you if you're interested. Um, it was on I think it was on Yahoo Finance of all places. But it was a very, very long, incredible article about how the drug companies develop the drugs and the amount of money that they have made, the amount of money that has been quote granted to them other than Pfizer Pfizer pretty much did everything on their own, but all these other companies got hundreds of millions of dollars from the government and stand to make of course billions and billions of dollars you know just focusing on 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 some type of um, uh, of medicine for the variant, um, and, and so my point is: as I read that article, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we we did not have any companies uh, at that point, Jason. That, and again, this was over the weekend that had come out and said, uh, like what Pfizer said, hey, you know, shot number, you thought sh- you know two shots were good, hey, three of them are going to be great for you, right? Um, yeah. So, so I'm wondering if the public is kind of looking at this and going, well, you know what? Here comes big pharma again. Another way for them to make money. Hey, just take another shot, right? And then I even saw a lot of articles today four shots would be ideal for you. <laughs> you know, when, when, when does it stop? And, and, and so I'm just wondering if there's going to be, I mean, they're having a hard time, obviously, still getting a, a, a decent amount of the population vaccinated. How many people now are going to go, oh, great, now i got to get three, maybe four shots altogether. And, um, you know, these companies, uh, we know um, a lot of America does not like big pharma um, and the billions and billions of dollars they're making as, you know, uh, this thing finds its way through the world. But I, I'm just wondering if that's going to have any, any impact on people's thought process. I don't know, crazy yeah, thought. I,
3: yeah, I mean, you certain its its not a crazy thought. It obviously makes the sense. It feeds well into all the little conspiracies <laughs> that are out yeah. there. Um, but I think overall, you know, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we get this thing in the rearview mirror at some point. But I think it's just at least an, uh, at least near term a positive data point in the myriad yes. of different data points we're getting. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens. And that
1: seems to be the theme. Yeah, it seems to be the theme at this point where investors are saying, all right, you know, yeah, the thing's spreading rapidly, uh, uh, but people aren't getting as sick. So, therefore, you know, we don't need to worry about it from a from an economic standpoint. And, you know, you and I had a long discussion about that on Friday, so we don't need to go over that again. Any final points you want to mention
2: before you head out?
3: Uh, no, no. I just I think today's market probably was a bit of a pause. We're right up at recent highs Um, You know, uh, from a relative strength standpoint, again, remember, I always like to look at that. Uh, We're making relative same highs in the S&P, but the RSI is a heck of a lot lower than it was uh, about two weeks ago, which can be a divergent signal. So weakness tomorrow could accelerate down to the 50-day. A break Mm -hmm. higher could be pretty thin air for some time. So we've got some pretty interesting levels here, and I'm excited to see what happens next.
1: You better believe it. All right, my friend, you have yourself a great night. Thanks for joining us tonight, Jason.
2: weekdays from 3 to 5. We're holding people accountable. That's what we do. The Dan Mason Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Welcome
1: back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. All right, here's how we finished up on the day before we get to our special guest tonight. 35-point gain on the Dow. That was all. We finished at 35,754. The Nasdaq rose the century mark up 100 points or 0.64% to finish at 15,786 and a 14-point gain or 0.31% on the S&P 500 to close at 4,701. Oil rose 48 cents to 72.43 a barrel. Just a few cent gain on gold. Finished the day at 17.85.50 an ounce. And a modest increase in bond yield, specifically the 10-year, was up three basis points to a yield close of 1.51%. All right, as we all know, and as we discussed at the beginning of the show, it is still a challenging time for millions and millions of business owners. That is why it is so imperative that they have guidance, a mentor. And that's what this man does. Bill Girard, a very, very wonderful business coach, helping and businesses survive these trying and challenging times. Bill, it's great to have you back on the program, my friend. How you been?
4: I've been doing well, John. How are you? And happy Fent- holidays.
1: Fantastic. Happy holidays to you too. Happy holidays. Thank you, Bill. Well, we do appreciate you joining us again, Bill. And again, we're going to have Bill back, uh, for a few times at uh, the beginning of the year at, at least, uh, because again, we need his expertise for the small business owner. Well, you know, Bill, before we get to tonight's topic, which again is, you know, some of the, basically the top five challenges that you're, you're seeing, uh, with, with business owners right now, kind of, you know, what I always like to find out is what kind of, uh, um, I'll call it mental attitude. I guess is the words I'm looking for. What kind of mental attitude are you hearing, feeling from your your business coaching clients at this point? Is it optimism, pessimism, uh, nervousness? Kind of, you know, describe what you're what you're feeling with these guys and gals at this point.
4: Yeah, thank you, John. So, well, the the big one is exhausted. <laughs> yeah, as you yeah, know, okay. um, if, if you, yeah, yeah, if you're having success, you're exhausted. If things aren't working, you're exhausted. But I would say, um, so I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, leadership teams, and I would say they're optimistic about the future, but again, they realize that there's so much coming at them, and again, that's the ones that are having success or not having success.
1: Right. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That's such a fascinating point you bring up. Yeah, if you if if you're busy, you're 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 tired, if you're if you're uh if you're not busy, you're stressed because you know how you're going to pay the bills. So that that creates exhaustion. So you're right, there's no no happy medium there. Oh my goodness. Hey, let's take a moment uh since it's been a month or so since we had you on the show again and let's talk about your company plangrowlead.com and and all the great things that you do for business owners out there.
4: Yeah, thank you for that opportunity to share. So I'm what's known as an EOS implementer, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, based on the book Traction, of a million copies sold. And really what I do is I just work with the, the leadership teams to help them get strong in three areas. We call vision, traction, healthy. Vision, just getting everyone on the leadership team on the same page as to where you're going and what's the plan to get there. The traction part is executing on that plan with focus, discipline accountability then the healthy part is just being a healthy cohesive functional Mm -hmm. team that likes to get results and as you know as goes a leadership team so goes an organization so when my work is done everyone's on the same page executing on that that plan to achieve the vision and then their healthy cohesive functional team and again this is not a magic wand we we get together quarterly to work on the business six to eight hours off-site and just um, we you know we figured out what works, what doesn't work, and the batting order to go help people achieve their vision.
1: And what's amazing is your your coaching practice is is very diverse. There's you have various industries that you uh, um, uh, that you uh, you work with,
2: correct?
4: Yeah, so I'm up to six different industries, as you know, and maybe some of the listeners uh, re- re- remember that um, I twenty years coaching uh, in the wealth management space. And these are guys just like you, John men and women who started with a phone and a phone book. I was lucky enough to be there to help them. And in the business area, the, the planning, the growing and the leading teams to three to 30 million in revenue, four to 24, uh, employees, team members, and not always pretty. And, uh, and I just was always out looking for tools. How, to, you know, how can I help them? And that's how I came across, uh, this, this program I'm, I'm working with. And I'm one of 400, um, eos implementers in the world and it's i'm having fun since we last spoke i, I don't know i think i'm up almost uh brought in uh, four or five more clients Beautiful. in all different types of industries and yeah and seeing this work right so three full sessions and these teams start gelling and what happens is i see some leadership teams Someone when they drop off the team right they're not the right yep. fit right, That's right. person That's right seat right yeah, and then, you'll, you'll, uh, so then one of my team's uh, wealth management team from Bay Area called last night and said, Hey, Bill, we closed a huge account, $150 million, okay? And they said it wouldn't have been without the work you've done for us the last six years, putting that structure together, putting the process together, so when we have an opportunity, we can really go out and help someone, help this future client. So that was a nice, yeah. uh, that, that made oh, my day
1: yesterday. You bet it does. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> that, 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 that makes it all worthwhile right there. When you, when you hear your clients talk about success stories and they attribute a lot of that success to you and your hard work and framework and so on and so forth. Yeah. Great job, buddy. If I was, if I was sitting next to you, I'd high five you right now. Give you a big old hug. That's, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's, as, a, as a former, as a former that. business coach, as a former business coach, that, that is a, that is a major triumph. And, and, um, uh, as you and I have discussed, you know, many, many times, uh, you 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 coach not for the money but you do it for the love of helping people and, and that it's just like a like a baseball coach a football coach uh, you do it for the love of seeing people succeed and and that's what why you're such a great coach and what makes a great coach is is uh, you truly want to see everybody succeed and it's not easy you know and, and you're you're sometimes yeah. uh, you know as I used to re- refer to it's like herding cats sometimes but you know the more discipline mm-hmm. and the you know the 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 better you are and hold everybody accountable their feet to the fire yeah that makes it all happen and there's nothing more beautiful than when a a management team, everybody's buying in on the same vision and working hard and working towards the same goals, and the employees are there. I mean, there, there's no stopping. Sky's the limit of what a business can do when, when everybody's you know buying into the the system, as I like to call it, and these great systems that you've created. All right, Bill, when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, the five biggest frustrations that you're seeing right now with your uh, uh, business coaching clients and, and just uh, being in the industry overall. Bill Gerard, our very special guest tonight.
2: Tonight at 6. I'm going to approach this with absolute integrity and honesty. Each and every day on each and every issue. Mark Levin on News Talk 780 KOH. Welcome
1: back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Once again, the Dow had a quiet day today. A lot of volatility intraday, but... Just finished up 35. NASDAQ, 100-point rise, and the S&P 500 gaining 14 points. Our uh, very special guest tonight, Bill Gerard, owner of Plan Grow Lead business coaching program. Again, PlanGrowLead.com is where you can find more information, get a uh, coaching session set up. And our topic tonight with Bill is very simple. What are some of the biggest frustrations you're seeing and challenges with business owners at this point? So, Bill, great list. Time's going to go quick, so let's get right down to it. Your first item is yeah. control. Control. Explain that one.
4: Yeah, so uh, uh, is the business controlling you, or or are you controlling the business? And Mm. everyone knows what that means, um, so it's pretty straightforward.
1: (laughs) Yes. So... This is a very common issue with a business owner, right? Uh, business can consume you, um, you know, <laughs> and that's why we always say, do you have a job or do you have a business? A business is where, you know, usually it'll run better when you're not there as the, as the founder or the entrepreneur, uh, um, you know, a job is, Hey, you know what? That business doesn't operate if you are not there. So is it a job? Is it a business? Um, so what's the solution, Bill? If, 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 if our listener says, yeah, you know what? This business is controlling and dominating my life. What's your coaching advice to a person like that?
4: Yeah, that's really great. So, so step back and, uh, I'm, I'm pointing my hands up over, you know, so step back at least once a week and, and they can just have an hour of quiet time all alone, phone off, a notepad and a pen mm-hmm. and figure out, Hey, what's working well? Okay. So let's keep, make sure we keep doing that and then start putting those issues. Why don't I have control? What are these issues, these, these challenges that are, that are holding me mm-hmm. back from really excelling? And, uh, you know, I go back to EOS, the the entrepreneurial operating system, working with someone like me who has experience with uh, business owners and leadership teams that are stuck in the control. And and we, we figured it out, right? We figured out what to work on first, the batting order, what the tools are for the quickest way to have success and no theory.
1: So I, I love that idea, I, I, I thoroughly subscribe and I continue to do it today, uh, where again, you sit down and you go, okay, here's the challenges I'm facing in my life. And, and remember folks, it's, it's psychologically, uh, or scientifically, I guess is a better word, been proven. Just by writing this down, uh, it gets it out of your subconscious mind, right? Your subconscious holds everything. It's, it's churning 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even when you're sleeping. And so as an entrepreneur, when your mind starts getting cluttered and you feel your heart uh, you know, beating fast and and you're not thinking clearly, et cetera, take some quiet time. I love that advice, Bill. Take some quiet time and just write down, here's what's going right, here's what's going wrong, and then, of course, you have to come up with the solutions, which that's where a business coach comes into play. So excellent tip on that one. All right, Bill, number two. Boy, oh, boy, this is why a lot of people are in business, and that is a profit. Why is this becoming a frustration with with business owners?
4: Yeah, they're working so hard, John, right? Putting in, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, anyone who works 40 hours. That it, half, in my yeah, circle. I was going to say so, half
1: day, 12 so, hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So the, the 45 to 80 hours a week that you're putting in, right, your 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 mind yeah. is on it. You're not making enough money. You really could go make more money somewhere else uh, besides sure. having your own business. So, you know, it's profit or lack of profit for your efforts. And this is, again... This is getting someone like myself come in like let's look at the analytics right what what's working where what, what can you maybe just uh one or two items that you one one or two issues you could solve that have a short term impact on the business and this goes back mm-hmm. to just i love that you, you you validated that sitting down and just you know writing this stuff down again, always start with what works let's pat ourselves on the back right not to be right. so hard on ourselves but what but those those items that you know hey we need to work on hey we can't tackle them all one. Or two, just prioritize, if we solve this, what would have a short-term impact on our business and maybe help out the profit part?
1: Well, you know... This is, a, again, an ongoing battle of businesses of all sizes, right? From small ones to Fortune 500 companies. It, it's about the profit. A business has to make a profit or will not sustain itself. Plain and simple. But, you know, I know one thing that I come across a lot, Bill, and I'm sure you do too, is, you know, most business owners, I mean, let's be frank about it, they are not trained, they're not educated in the analysis of financial statements. So a lot of people do their own books. They do Quicken and QuickBooks and so on and so forth. Or even if they have a, a tax professional or an accountant, you know that tax professional may hand over a, an income statement a balance sheet a cash flow statement every month or every quarter but what i hear a lot from from my business clients is yeah, great, but you know what? What does it mean? <laughs> right? I can I, I yeah. go to the bottom line and say, "Hey, we made money, or we lost money." But but when you have problems in the business, that's where you know a professional needs to go. Okay, look it. You know, you, you made a five thousand dollar profit last month. Um, you know, that's let's say that's the the worst amount you've made all year. Well, what happened? Well, numbers never lie. So then that's where the experience comes in and the expertise of someone like yourself or a, a great accountant to say, look, let's go back, and let's start looking at your expenses, right? There's only two ways that a business isn't going to make the profit it wants. Either its expenses are higher or its profits are lower, right? If, if you, yep. you gotta, yep. you gotta balance the two. So again, a lot of business owners, and it's no fault, they, they didn't go to school to become a, an accountant or a CPA. So, you know, you go back and you start looking at, first of all, all right, the expenses. Did I have increased in this or payroll, which is usually the, the big one. Um, maybe you had some equipment that broke down that that's, you had to spend a lot of money on in the month. And then you look at the revenue side. Where's the revenue coming in from, right, Bill? Um, did, is it up? Is it down? Because you can have an increase in revenue month over month, but if your expenses increased a greater amount, there goes your profitability. So, you know, I, I always feel really bad for business owners that that have a difficult time trying to figure that out. But again, it's not their fault. That's where you need to rely upon your professionals in your life to, uh, to interpret that data, because you know... It, it's it takes a lot of years to understand a financial statement that's right yeah
4: that's right and you mentioned that and there's some fantastic cpas in reno that will sit down and, and and slow down and take the time and you know uh Ask the questions and make sure you understand exactly that. Because if you want to get geeked out on this, like you you made five thousand, but you, you know for the month you net it. but <laughs> you worked two hundred fifty hours. I mean, right, I, right. You know, was it worth it? I mean, you know, is the why still there? Why you went out on your own, put your own shingle up, or you're running a big manufacturing company or services company? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of things that go into that, and you know that's where we just we just sit down and uh, I'm a professional listener, right? Tell me more. Yeah. Why you know why do you, why did you do this? Is why this do you think? you think most. Yeah. What you do you know, think?
1: But, yeah, most business uh, sorry to interrupt you but it just prompted this idea. Most business owners are are re, have really good gut instincts, right? I've yet to find a one business owner that is completely at a loss when the financials are not looking the way that they want, right? Very rarely do, do you ask them, you know, well, why do you think you didn't make as much money this month? Uh, I don't know. I've never come across that. What I usually hear is, you know, I think it's this, right? They've got great gut instincts. And so follow your gut. If you think, hey, you know what? Uh, Maybe the prior, you know, 11 months out of the year, I was spending a couple thousand dollars a month on advertising, but I wasn't able to do it the last month. So, okay. So, you know, your advertising was working. There's the bright spot. And now you got to figure out a way to reinitiate that marketing plan. That's just, you know, one thing that I see a lot of. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. I like it. All right, so control, getting everybody together and on the same page, working on the business. Number two, the profit. Now, no business can run without people. So where's the challenges of the people right now? This is something you and I discussed (laughs) the last time you were on. Yeah, can you get people first of all, right? What else is going on with people? Yeah,
4: we only, this is only an hour or so. So, yeah. let's just, uh, so, so I'll why don't I share what's working. So, yeah, just uh, I'll share with you. There was a company that came out and fixed uh, our garage door. They said they had 26 people sign up for uh, interviews, uh, and zero showed up. Okay, yep. so that's a garage door company. Oh, and I was lucky that they actually had the spring in in, in stock because a couple of other companies don't have it. So um, I, I've, I've studied this uh, for some of my clients. And um, it just takes a lot more work on that front end, right? Before you could, you know, maybe I'm dating myself, put an ad in Craigslist or put something on LinkedIn or the Indeed or whatever, these Monster. No, that doesn't work. You have to really block out time each week. So, right, every Tuesday, 1 to 2 o'clock, I'm going to go on to LinkedIn. I'm going to go talk, talk to my network. Oh, and I'm going to make sure I know exactly what I'm looking for, right? They can do this, this, and this. And uh, hopefully have this type of attitude and you just have to hustle to find people. Yeah. That's one part, John. And then the other part, you actually find them, right? So she comes in for an interview. You've got to have your act together, right? That's hey, right. We, we are running a business. This is where we want to go. We know what our vision is. This is a terrific place to work. You tell me, this is something I heard the other day. Someone goes, hey, if they can just stay for three to five years, you, they help you and you find out where they want to be in three to five mm-hmm. years, especially younger people. They yes. don't want to stick around. for you know They're not working at IBM. so. It's a different mindset. It's a it's a challenge, yeah. but it's I do have uh, clients who are finding talent. It just takes a lot of it time and energy.
1: It takes time. It takes energy, and and again, that's something that most entrepreneurs do not have. Right? They, they lack both of those yep. because they are working so hard. Um, what's your philosophy about? Uh, you know, offering some incentives, right? This again, this is something you and I discussed before. Um, you know, we used to laugh at the idea of a $15 minimum wage and uh, market forces have created that now, even for fast food, you're seeing offers for $15 an hour and even some sign-on bonuses. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs are going, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to pay, you know, <laughs> pay, pay that warehouse worker 15 bucks, but I, Hey, the numbers aren't there. I read a story the other day, Bill, about uh, this husband and wife that, you know, relatively new entrepreneurs, just a couple years in business with a, with a donut shop and this guy said the exact same thing that you just said had you know x number of people say they were going to show up for the interview um only like two or three showed up out of about 50 one of them was you know where, literally she was wearing her pajamas um you know on and on and uh he's like I, I don't know how long i can stay in business you know the demand is there for our donuts but uh, you know i can only work a certain amount of hours physically uh in, in especially a donut shop where you're coming in at all hours of the night And there's just nobody that wants to do it this this is a big challenge and, and, you know, as I tell my business clients and, and things and, and fellow entrepreneurs, you, somehow you've got to figure it out because I honestly don't think it's going to change a lot. The great resignation is going on. There will come a time where people go, and we're seeing a little bit of this, uh, you know what? Uh, okay, I, I can, you know, I've, I've outlived my savings account or my 401k or something. So I don't think it's going to be to the extreme we're seeing right now, but I don't think it's ever going to go back to where the business owner, you know, like you said, places an ad on Craigslist and here comes, you know, 25 resumes. It just seems like the yeah. world has changed. It really has. It's a, it's a yeah. huge challenge for every business and a lot of businesses read an article the other day, um, uh, down in San Francisco, this, um, uh, this couple spent literally their life savings open wanting to open a restaurant. they, they, paid all the money. They, they did the tenant improvements. They bought hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. They can't get anybody to work the restaurant. They're like, we can't even open our doors. We're supposed to have a grand opening. It was like three weeks ago. And they're like, we can't even do it because we can't get employees. I mean, it's, it's a serious, serious issue. Yeah, it really is. All right. We'll come back with points four and five with Bill Gerard. When we come back.
0: Introducing wonder suite from bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.
2: News Talk 780 KOH.
1: Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Our very, very special guest tonight, Bill Gerard, a local business coach. Um, he's based here, but yeah, national business coach, I guess is a better way to do it. Hey, Bill, we uh, we talked about the website, PlangrowLead.com, phenomenal website. What's the uh, best phone number for people to reach you to uh, get an introduction to uh, your coaching practice?
4: Yeah, thank you, John. And so I've had this number for 30 years. Uh, we've lived <laughs> in Reno for seven years, so it's up. I always preference that, but my phone number is 415-922-9666. Again, 415-922-9666. I'll talk to anybody. Uh, Listen, see if I can help them. If not, I can find somebody who can.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. All right, we talked about control, profit, and people as the first three of the five challenges you've identified. Real quickly, because we only have a few minutes remaining, I I want to follow up on the people side of it. So as we were at that last break, Bill, I'm sitting here watching the, uh, my news scroll through and the company Lyft, uh, now is going to allow employees to work remotely through the year 2020, 20, 20, excuse me, 2022. So at the end of next year, employees are supposed to come back to the office in February. Uh, we heard in the last few weeks, uh, meta formerly Facebook, they've delayed, uh, having employees come back, Google on and on and on should this be an option in this, again, this new workforce environment that businesses should look at? If, if, if you're fortunate enough to have a type of business where an employee can come to the office or allow them to work remotely, it is, it is one way to attract yep. talent. Yeah.
4: Yep. Yeah. And, and that's a, the word in there is if you're fortunate enough, right. Where you can yes. work remotely, because I do run into a lot of companies I work with, you know, I, I work with or I know of that their, their workers have to be on site. So sure. that's a whole different animal. So these, these blessed big corporate people uh yeah I, I think it's an option because here's what i've seen is you can uh hire someone out in iowa to work remotely for you here in reno mm-hmm. and their salaries half the cost of, it, it would be in reno and the right. talent is you know about the same i mean
3: it's what the job
4: is so
1: yep okay very good just want to get your opinion on that all right number four hitting the ceiling what do you mean by that as a challenge
4: Yeah, so every business is rolling along, having some success, and all of a sudden you hit that barrier, right? You can't break through to that next level. Maybe there's an obstacle, a challenge, an opportunity you just can't handle. So um, it happens to every single business. And if you want to get to that next level, there's a couple of leadership abilities you have to have to break through. And I can just share those real quickly. You need to simplify, right? Maybe things have gotten too complex. I don't like this term, but I'll use it. you dumb things down, remove the complexities. You figure out maybe there's something you can delegate. I know some Mm -hmm. very top-performing men and women in business, they have trouble delegating, right? So I teach you how to delegate, um, predict. A lot of people aren't that good at predicting. Uh, in all Mm -hmm. walks of life. And so getting really good at predicting on the short-term and the long-term where you're going, and then just systemize, right? How do we get technology to work for us versus us working for the technology and then Mm -hmm. just getting the right structure? Mostly that means, hey, Maybe it's time for another body to come in and take some work off. Maybe we delegate some of the work to this person. So that's the hitting the ceiling, and if you want to get to the next level, you got to break through uh, to to be able to make sure that happens.
1: Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up that point, Bill, because businesses, again, small and large, they, they all do that, right? You hit an income ceiling or a, a growth, a new accounts, however you want to measure your metric. And uh, yeah, it's tough to break through it. And like they always say, the first million you make is the toughest. And after that, you know, if you can figure out a way to break through that, the, the other millions are much easier. Last one is nothing is working. Real quickly, your solution on that one.
4: Yeah, you've read every book, you listen to the John Sanchez show, nothing's working. Throw up your arms. That's when you give me a call. Let's have a 15-minute conversation. Just listen and uh, hear what your struggles are and your frustrations and try and figure out a plan to help you go
3: crush it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, every business owner reaches that point, and that's when you do reach out to a professional like Bill. Bill, one more time, that phone number, please.
3: Uh,
4: 415-922-9666.
1: Beautiful. Thank you, my friend. Can't wait to have you back in January. We'll uh, tackle new challenges for the new year, 2022. Bill Girard, again, the website, Plan, Grow, Lead. Thanks, Bill. Merry Christmas to you and the family, and uh, God bless. We'll see you next week or next month. Thank you so much. All right. God bless, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow
2: night on The John Sanchez Show. On air, online, on demand. News Talk 780-KOH. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?